0: starting now let's do it we're on uh on the shores episode four
1: sounds about right
0: episode four welcome back chris and paul is here paul. and um i did have to tell chris that i had to mute my my screen when i got up because i'm currently wearing no pants it's just it's just the way it is that's what zoom, 2020's come to a lot of zoom calls i think there are a lot of zoom calls where people are wearing no pants so uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, just one welcome back everybody and uh for the next uh, 30 or so minutes we're going to regale you with food and beer stories the great uh food and restaurant episode of 2020 come on pro-
1: pro- probably one of many honestly because food yeah. and restaurant and drink never get old we literally do it just about every day here in the west um we are very privileged and so i i can bet this is probably just the first of a few. Yeah, probably be one of the podcasts there. we may do.
0: But it's a special shout out to places because uh, in this day and age of this pandemic, we have seen a lot of restaurants go south here in the Boston area alone. Never mind the rest of the world. And this winter yeah. is going to be like the winter of death for a lot of them. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad because we. Oh, wait, have- question,
1: Paul. Are, yeah. Has anything opened up by you in Boston?
0: Like opened up how?
1: in the sense of so many of the restaurants that that were closing closed due to the lockdown policies that stifled any kind of economic recovery um
0: yeah they all opened up i mean if you had a patio if you had a patio if you have a patio set up then you're set a lot of places set up patios um they set up patios in the streets um They have, they're going to get propane heaters and try to go for another month or two, like till December 1st. Um, So that's helped a lot of places because they basically had full, a lot of places, not all of them, a lot of places are on Boylston Street or whatever downtown. They don't have any patio spots. There's nowhere to patio wise because it's a main artery. Or they went from 50 tables to 15 or 20 or something like that. See,
1: I don't think a restaurant with the rent, you know, if you're renting out a building down in the back bay, Whatever that cost is, I imagine it's high. And yeah. I think operating and opening at a twenty percent capacity is probably not enough to pay the bills.
0: At best, you might like limp along. You might limp along like at break even yeah. with a patio with half the tables. Some places have huge patios like Tuscan Kitchen and Tuscan Kitchen in Seaport of Boston. And they're a small chain. But, you know, they're a New England chain, but they're very small, like five or six. Their food is very good. That's my first shout-out. They built, like, a circus tent out there. Like, it's massive. It can fit, like, yeah, 400 yeah. people. They have the space, but a lot of places don't have that space. Now, when the winter comes and the heaters stop working, yeah, they're going to have to work on a take-up model only in a lot of places with the rent. Like you said, they're not going to make it. And we've lost – let's just take one street in Boston. One street. Wilson Street, I'm just kind of uh, touristy area near uh, the Prudential Center and Heinz uh, Auditorium and Newbury Street. Everybody in the world probably knows Newbury Street. So, geez, how many? Barbalud closed down. Uh, whiskey's closed yeah. down.
1: Oh, my God. It's one of many. I will try to bring up a list here that I believe I have.
0: Um, oh. Someone came prepared. Well, did not come I'm just for, off the I'm top of my head. Kin <laughs> Ken, Ken was another one. Uh, the Poor House, which is oh, a Syracuse McGreevy's. bar. McGreevy's. So I do have the list
1: actually right here. Call me, Mr. Prepare. Oh, here we go. Oh, Best. man. We have it's bad. Bull McGabe's Pub. The Friendly Toast.
0: The oh, the Friendly fours? Toast. Oh. Does that ring a bell to you? Boris is a, there's a few yep. of them, but the big one, the original one was, by yeah. the Garden Great um, Scott Garden, the Garden, Whiskies. Gone,
1: the LIR, yeah. the Lear, Lear, yeah, Quincy Cento.
0: Can the, what is it? Quince How do you say Quince spelled? Cento? <laughs> can oh, yeah, it's, yeah. That, it's yeah. Spanish, yeah, Quince Cento. And then you
1: have Toronto, yeah.
0: Milky Way, Toronto, oh, my God, The
1: Field, Damn, Milky- Top Johnny's.
0: A lot of these I've yeah. been to. Uh, um, uh, Cheers oh is gone. God. The Milky Way. Cheers. Well, good. <laughs> sorry. No, no, no. You guys were. I'm sorry. Somerville Brewing. Gone. Yep. Really? Yep,
1: Leary's Gone.
0: Damn. It's like half the bars yeah. in the city.
1: Yeah. And there are more. You know, we had like the Frogmore, Bukowski.
0: Frogmore's gone. Gina's yeah. Pizza.
1: I'm not sure which location. Like,
0: it's like, not the main you know, one. That but. went, man. I lived in Jamaica Plain, and like half the restaurants in Jamaica Plain disappeared. Which that's what made Jamaica But most of the bars I
1: only ever went. There yeah,
0: um, Bella Luna and the Milky Way was an amazing place. Um, I went to Toronto too yeah. in the North End. Yeah. That was Peruvian fusion. That Sounds was great. Crazy. I used to watch all my patriots. Um, games a lot the of them.
1: And the poorhouse crevies. Uh, yeah. Wednesday during grad school, I went to poor Northeastern house. University. I'm like, so a, during Wednesdays. Um, a bunch of us would go to the poor house for a late night you know improv comedy we'd get a you know there was like a dollar drafts but like good beer good beer you had stuff um
0: yeah it wasn't like yeah. i was drinking
1: bud light which i will never ever do um you know we we had some good like irish red sam adams irish red that brick red that's only in you know yeah, a few yeah. locations in boston Only in boston that's right. one of my favorites but they also had like these uh these sandwiches that were a dollar
0: Oh, their was food so was good. phenomenal, and yeah. if you like um, Syracuse, a big Syracuse bar. So I want, Sy- I don't know what you call those Syracuse fans up there, but a couple of my good friends are Syracuse fans. So I felt like one of the team. I was yeah. all into it. Go orange, and now they're gone black. Man. So yeah, dude, that's. I mean, there's a chance that the poorhouse may reopen. I sure hope
1: so. I sure hope the,
0: so. The uh, the group that owns the building may reopen it, but they're basically gone. So please go to your restaurant but I, I, even if you do I go to a restaurant I go to a restaurant so much I'm going to go, go pour <laughs> I mean they, they through the winter I, I would not sit I would not sit inside I agree I mean I, you know, I just, places I, I just, offered to deliver or
1: take out you know it's it's we try to help out local businesses as best you can because so much of Boston and what I appreciate about Boston comes from the restaurants oh, the food. food the drink.
0: Food and, and
1: restaurants. And, and so it's, it's such an intangible part of the culture and the the, the DNA of Boston, honestly.
0: Yes. And New, and New York City, that's another one where New York is hurting really badly because a lot of people are moving out of Manhattan right. and uh, to the Burbs and, and all these places are just closing down. So let's talk, though, about uh, Massachusetts slash Boston slash New York and the best places that we've gone to eat and drink that we can recommend, especially... Brew pubs, breweries, beer gardens, like quality, not college stuff. Like quality, quality brew. Because I have a few recommendations that are going to make some of you people just cry in delight. Now we had one last week. It was Treehouse. We're not going to talk about Treehouse today. They already got a shout out.
1: Did we talk about Treehouse on the on the on the cast? We
0: did I put a link on it and everything? Yeah, we talked about it for like ten. We talked about yeah. it for ten minutes. Yeah, you gave them like a virtual I could hug.
1: Serenade Treehouse. All night.
0: Treehouse. I love you Such so much.
1: Brewery. Such a good brewery.
0: But I'm gonna give. My, I'm gonna do the first shout out. I'm yeah. gonna go back yeah, and forth. Go for it. How's that? Okay. Said so the man with no <laughs> pants. No pants, people. Nothing. So <laughs> the first one is Lord Hobo Brewing Company out of Woburn, Massachusetts. And I'm gonna say that in a Bostonian way. Lord Hobo <laughs> Brewing, <laughs> Brewing Company out Roomsauce. of Woburn. Boom 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 sauce. No, actually that's one of them. That is one of them. But that's not the one I'm gonna shout out. Because I'm gonna shout out the limited edition. Doom sauce. Doom sauce. So first of all, they just opened up their brewery platio thing in Seaport at Two Dry Duck Ave, which is a little bit further if you know the Seaport area in Boston, past Harpoon, which has actually been out there for Mm. forever. Before the seaport built up, for those of you that don't know, Boston, like 30 seconds. The seaport area is kind of where, well, the seaport is. You know, p- tr- tr- um, uh, boats come in and, and, and it's, like, uh, it's like a port. And there was this big area where all kinds of like, trains came in. And it was very industrial. And then over the years, it turned into parking lots. And there was nothing out there. It was nothing. Beautiful view of the city. Mm-hmm. That's it. Then they built the Third Harbor Tunnel, Haba. And then something happened. The ICA Institute of Contemporary Art went in in the middle of like nothing. And then, when like five within five years, a hundred brand new buildings popped up, and it's all like yuppie land, like, like uh, what is that? Fall River, but it's not Fall River. <laughs> Fall Jiver. Those trendy backpacks and Lululemon and, like, icon theaters and, like, 20 breweries and, and lots of 20-somethings drinking Cisco breweries there. I'll give them a shout-out later. It just turned into, like, this paradise. It's kind of like the Gulch in, um, in Nashville. It's almost the same exact thing in, like, how it came up. The Gulch was an area all kinds of trains came in, and it was all shitty, and now it's, like, this, an up-and-coming place. So, Lord Hobo opened up there. Mm-hmm. I was there the first day. The first day. And it's going to eventually turn into this masterpiece space, but in the short term, they were allowed to open up as a patio. And I had um, this amazing pre-made drink that they didn't make, but On the Rocks, I think it's called, and it's like you can buy them pre-made. It was a jalapeno, pepper, pepper something, a little bit of spice, a little bit of heat, heat. And uh, man, was that good. But then Doom Sauce, which is a, a, a double IPA, Okay. India pale ale. And and that's boom sauce. And then doom, doom sauce is like a double. Here's where it, here's where it gets crazy. It's a double dark IPA. So it's like a stout or a porter mixing with an IPA and it's like 8% alcohol. And it's just a beautiful concoction. It's just beautiful. It's like, you want to like hold the bottle, just gently stroke it. It's amazing. Has a kick, Mm. tastes great. Crisp. Highly recommend Lord Holborn Brewing if you like IPAs. If you don't like IPAs and that kind of thing, they don't have much.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But at least not on tap when I was there. I'm sure they have. Oh, oh, and a separate, separate shout out. <laughs> it's another limited edition that they only had there, and like in their brewery, they sell these around. the The raspberry, raspberry milkshake. Oh, IBA. milkshake
1: IPAs. They are upcoming. And a burgeoning uh, type that they are fantastic.
0: What is a milkshake IPA? So a milkshake, I, I, so
1: what they do? Um, it, it's just the addition of lactose. It's just that milk sugar that they add to it that gives it that that subtle sweetness. Um, kind of reminiscent of mm. the addition of nitro, you know, nitrous oxide. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, hope you like beer, right. folks.
1: And typically there is a fruit or something added to it. Um, I just had, so my first shout out is going to actually be a New York brewery. Um, it's Here slightly bigger, Southern Tier. I'm not so sure if you've heard of it before. They make no. a number of fantastic beers. I think the preeminent one as of right now is the Pumpkin. It is a pumpkin ale uh, that is very common the entire like Hudson Valley area, but stretching up to the Allegheny Plateau in southern New York, all the way into the Capital Region where I am currently. Um, the Pump King is the the people's favorite pumpkin ale. Um, I think it's almost unanimous that people truly favor that one. Who makes it? And uh, yes, yeah, so the Pump King and
0: uh, this company tier, was Southern Tier. Southern Tier. Yep, that's a brewery tier. that's in the
1: Allegheny Plateau, very kind of kind of close to the border of Pennsylvania, actually. Um but they also oh, make okay. a vanilla milkshake IPA and a creamsicle um which is like a, a orange and vanilla milkshake wow. IPA. I didn't even yeah, think well, they're, they're, they're new. In fact, I was introduced to it last spring. A friend and I we just we I don't know if it was I think it was what was I doing? All I know is that we had oh it was a hiking weekend that we came back from early and um we uh my friend and I, we we drove back down home from the Adirondacks right from up, up near like Lake Placid. So it's like a three, four hour drive, you know, through the mountains. We get home and we're like, man, like I could really use a beer, but like we, we didn't have any with us and we didn't just want to go down and grab, you know, some yinglings or anything like that. We, we really wanted something. So we just, no. we just, I have a beer trail map which has all the local micro breweries, you know, within like the Finger Lake region um, to the capital region and a little bit, a little bit West of that, but, but not too far, you know? And so anyway, we, uh, we literally just picked a random brewery, found out if it was open, and went. And so we picked Aurora Brewery, the Aurora Brewing Company.
0: I'm writing all this down by the yeah, way. That's what I'm it. typing.
1: Um the Aurora, the Aurora Brewery Company. Yep. It's near Lake, I believe it's Canandaigua. It's one of the finger lakes in central New York. And uh we go there and, you know, we see this beautiful giant lake in the distance. And there's this, you know, very just You know, inconspicuous brewery, nothing crazy, a smaller building. We go in there, look at the menu, and I see strawberries and cream milkshake IPA. And I was like, well, what in the hell is this? This sounds pretty awesome, not going to lie. And, you know, sometimes when you see some funky beers, you, you give it a shot, not entirely sure what you're really getting. The expectations perhaps aren't really too, too high. And so, you know, the bartender gave me a sample just because i was interested in good bartenders will always give you a free sample not make you buy the real beer um
0: <laughs> yeah especially in right. COVID. Well, this That's is very before special. that man
1: this is i'm sorry this is probably
0: oh. a year
1: and a half ago now at this point time just flies wow
0: i'm i'm, I'm reading about it and it's exactly right. what you said plenty of lactose this milk sugar right. doesn't yep. ferment Specifies so yep. in sugar form must be must be a calorie bomb of a drink yeah. vanilla for extra creaminess, filled fruit or fruit fruit pure, puree. Oh my god, yeah. fruit or puree. Yep, yeah. not always, but often, right. just like a milkshake. And any ingredient you might find at a Sunday bar, like maple syrup and cinnamon yeah. sticks, yep. and yep. And uh, I just never thought of any of this. There's all kinds, all the stuff yeah. you mentioned here. Like yep, wow. Well, I, okay, I think well we've learned in the something.
1: past ten years, craft brewing first of all has exploded back to pre-prohibition levels. Which is a beautiful thing in and of itself, um, but also we've seen a renaissance and an increased interest in stouts. And so oh, stouts, I have, which, great, I have the best. Stout. I'll be honest, I actually have porters. A stout on deck today oh, from Evil Twin Brewing, which is partnering with the Dorchester Brewing Company.
0: Um, Evil yeah. Twin, it's my—that's what I would call my brewery. Evil Twin yep, yep. B. Be and and the I don't know partnering right
1: now due to the COVID. I know some breweries up here are doing that. We have, uh, um, I, forget, I think it was Common Roots as a brewery out in, in Albany, New York. And something, there was a big accident and a lot of the building was rendered, you know, unusable. I think a lot of it burned down. And there were local breweries that literally opted to help them brew their beer so that they would not go out of business. And I'm thinking, how cool is that, man? How cool is that, that two competing breweries Instead of being like, oh, yeah, this is our time to, you know, like, increase our niche in the market and and see this competitor dissolve into nothing slow death. And they're like, no, man, we're gonna help you guys. So that was a good, awesome story. COVID story of goodness that's great
0: no i'm right teaming up so like uh it's like sister brother breweries and they they brew their beer in another place that they normally couldn't
1: and so i believe evil twin is doing that with dorchester brewing company which by the way dorchester brewing company i have had fantastic stouts from them i've had two and they were i dare say nearing treehouse level quality
0: yeah really well what's the style what are we recommending
1: honestly i don't remember i know you can get this fat cat ipa that was like you, you, it was like a a very fruity ipa i want to say a lot of, a lot of hints and notes of like mango orange
0: but well, wait a minute you're recommending a beer you I don't know know, i'm just well,
1: i have a beer on me right now all i know is i've had <laughs> oh okay. is it from, from the same dorchester brewing company um again okay
0: but is this a dorchester brewery beer is, that you're about to is. mention so okay all right, right, right we're back says, on track
1: it's called the irish ish Coffee stout,
0: Irish-ish. right? And it's
1: imperial stout I'm brewed with lactose, this. demer wow, demerara sugar. I don't even. I've never even heard of that. But also with nutmeg, vanilla, um, we have oat flakes and coffee added to it. So wow. I'm excited right now so I'm gonna crack this open.
0: Is it sweet? Crack it up. Let's get a. Let's get a live. Okay. This is a live like thing because. I, I'll I'll talk quickly about Trillium Speaking Brewery of. in Boston, which also has <laughs> glasses yeah. right in front of them. The Trillium Brewing Company is in Boston and they have a, a huge, beautiful facility in uh, the seaport as well right. with a roof deck. Uh, and they used to have a wonderful um, like beer garden out on the Rose, Ren- Rose Kennedy Greenway in Boston. I was not a fan of their stouts because I thought they were way too sweet and full of sugar and, and stuff, but they had some lighter versions. So wow, okay. He's taking a sip, folks. I'm watching Just him take a sip. He showed me the, the head.
1: to the people? What do you see?
0: I see this blackness black. in the glass, pitch black, and it's like one of those like rounded glasses. And at the top, there's a, like a half an inch or a quarter inch yeah. of a beautiful yeah. head resting at the top, a creamy, a creamy, delicious so, head to complement the inside. So he's going to take a sip. Let's, let's see. This is the Irishish, Irishish coffee stout. What do we got? Oh, that is good. Paul, that is good. Oh, what? did I Describe it. Describe it. Describe it for us.
1: I'm getting a really, really great and prominent sweet lactose flavor. The vanilla comes right okay. through. You get that toastiness that you get in like an oatmeal stout. You know, you get like that, mm-hmm. that oaty toastiness to it. It's not overly bitter like a, a coffee stout or an Irish-style stout. Um, but that bitterness, I think, comes right, from right. not just the oats, but also the coffee. Because coffee styles can tend to be like
0: so the the coffee does there's coffee in this, so there's the bit there's a bitter there's a bitter cutoff. Because you need the bitter the bitter with the sweet, I think, to offset. Yeah. Everything has to be but balanced.
1: The Demerara sugar, which can you look that up? Okay, fine. I know. It's spelled.
0: Uh D-E- how do you spell that? Let's all look up together. A R. Okay, it's a large-grained, unrefined sugar with a distinct golden color, like sugar sweet. in the roll. Well, that's
1: what we got, and the sweetness yeah. is definitely more prominent than the bitterness. It, the The sweet is right on, like right on the head. As soon as you take the sip, that's the prominent. It's 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 amazing. It it's is. Like oh, this is this is a dessert in a cup, but it's it's not overbearing. It's not overbearing. It just it. It's a very nice. Not too nice much. I find trying to be too much to go. The, hate you can tell that there's you know the nutmeg and the vanilla are also right up there. And so this is, I That's would say,
0: beautiful.
1: out of a ten, I would give this a solid nine out of ten. This is a great beer. A wow,
0: great beer. nine Absolutely. out of ten. Um, I'll have to go back mm. and rate these. the The Lord Hobo Doom Sauce. I give that a ten out of ten. But you got to understand that that is a. Uh, It's a a double IPA. It's a double dark IPA, so it is bitter, but not too bitter. Here's my thing. When we're drinking beers, I'm trying to watch what I eat now. Dropped a lot of weight recently. Not enough, but I'm working on it. When you have a a beer, you you have to carve like 220 calories out of your life to have one of these suckers.
1: At least. It better be damn good.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's like a mixed drink. It better be damn good. Something you could sip. And really enjoy and has a multiplicity of flavor profiles and a nice mm-hmm. body to it. Like you feel like you're having a concoction mm. and not just a mm. Corona light, which, you know, those have their place too. Um, so that's where we're kind of, we're, into, we're not into beer. We're talking about beer. Yeah. We're
1: talking about works of art. Beer.
0: Works of and culinary I'm, I'm serious, art. And, and I'm being very serious about all that. I'm really,
1: I mean, you know that the ingredients used nowadays, you have... Marshmallow, you have gra- I had a, a vanilla pumpkin stout mm. the other day.
0: Fuck, where are these things? I gotta leave and go get so one. I just worked out so I could have two beers you, and you make need up pumpkin You find a exercises. good beer
1: warehouse, a, a good beverage center. Um, <laughs> we have one right here called Southside and they distribute from all over the country. They had the trifecta Damn. of the southern tier pumpkin ale, the pumpkin, they had the dogfish head pumpkin ale, which is very good, and um. Oh, there's another one. What is it? Oh, I forget the name of it. But there there are three big pumpkin ales around here. And usually you can only find one of the three at any given place, but, but.
0: I do love pumpkin ale. The classic I love, you probably know it is um pumpkin head from uh oh Anchor not Anchorstein Brewery. Oh, fuck. Shipyard that's the one Brewery I was talking about. Yep,
1: that's it. Shipyard.
0: Shipyard, yep. Yeah. Yeah, very good, very good. It's like not too no. sweet or anything. It's an ale. Boy, it's a you, pumpkin. You want that's pumpkin the and the
1: all spice to come through. You know, it's yeah, a shipyard, yep, right? It's a shipyard.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not even too high in calories. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's pumpkin season. I love, I, I love all things fall. If I could like have a season as a girlfriend to love and respect and cherish and hug all the time.
1: Well, it and that is really what my girlfriend is doing. She is sending me pictures of all the decorations. She's yes. like, Chris, I can't wait to go shopping with you this weekend and we get all the Halloween decorations. And I'm like, yes, yes. excited. I'm very excited. Let's do, it. Let's do it. But she, she's so excited that she actually can't wait until the weekend because I'm getting these Snapchats and pictures every day of, <laughs> oh, I got this. It's just one thing. And I'm like, yeah, you've been saying that three times every single day. You have bought dozens of things without me. So <laughs> –
0: yeah, but she's on track because fall is the track. best season in the history. Killing, of she is killing it. When you, when you live up here, foliage, it's amazing. It's like God saying, like, let me – it's like God right. being Bob Ross and going, let me just paint a little, little – Where do you
1: think trees. Bob Ross got it from?
0: Pretty little tree. <laughs> I mean, it came right. Yeah, right? And like, let's just shout out exactly. both of our reasons so, right
1: now. Whether you're in upstate New York or anywhere in New, New York, our peak Paula, foliage seasons are stunning, are amazing. <sighs>
0: This year is it's special. This year is really special because after the peak foliage season ends, unless you're a skier, yeah. like you're done. You have to stay inside yeah. for like five months and cry and fight with your roommates. But, but I want to speak on a little and, bit of uh, the parents. Trillium,
1: while while we're while we're you know before we get too far up. There.
0: Okay, and then Trillium, I have one. Go ahead, as, Trillium. As
1: you mentioned, is you know another great brewery up in the the Seaport. Um, I first went there. Oh, was it three winters ago? It was a cold, cold January night. It was a cold. You know, I took my Uber. Dark. It took me like fifty minutes to get there because it was just slush in the streets. It's, this is Boston at its Man, finest. You know,
0: It's love for the yeah. love for the beer. And
1: I'm meeting some friends there, and I look at that menu, and they have a PM Vanilla Dawn Stout.
0: <laughs> anybody remember PM oh, Dawn?
1: PM Dawn, Well, the PM Dawn's are basic, isn't it? Did. And they just—I mean, there's the PM Dawn with vanilla. There's the
0: uh, P.M. Don, do you know that P.M. Don was like a band like in the, the 90s? It was like a kind of R&B guy. Was he from Boston? With like one big hit? Oh No, I don't think so. Because
1: well, that's one thing I love about Trillium is that they P. need P. to of their beers after like Boston
0: Street. Maybe he was. I'm going to have to go back to this. Oracle, Congress
1: Street? Like, the you internet. had the Congress Street?
0: P.M. Don. No, I'm going to, I've not, P.M. Don musical group, American <laughs> Hip Hop and R&B act that formed in 1988 in Jersey City. They had like one cool hit, but whatever. Someone like PM, they might not even realize it. They might even realize
1: it. But But their cans are works of art. A lot of times, they're fantastic.
0: We're gonna move right on, but we love you, Trillium. I still go there and PM Vanilla Dawn and all their PM Dons. Try them out because we have to get to restaurants, Mm -hmm. so we gotta move quickly. This is like if you're driving, we want like a forty minute drive. That's just long enough for you to go, ah, shit. Now it's going to be really quick, because we're going to get you through 40 minutes really quick. 40-minute run. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's like, oh, Paul and Chris, thanks so much. Mr. Pants, mm-hmm. I love it. Um, tr- uh, turtle swamp brewery in Jamaica Plain in Boston. Oh It is in an old car like car repair shop, turned into this beautiful like art space and outdoor. like they've always been an outdoor patio for like beetnics to go and drink. But Turtle Swamp is, is named after that area, which is like a natural like aquifer slash filter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turtle Swamp is run by a former harpoon uh, master brewer and a biochemist. And what they've come up with there is just like the equivalent of like making a baby, a beautiful baby in beer land. <laughs> it's just absolutely, I'm going to shout out like four of their beers. JP Porter, very simple. It's a porter beer. And uh, you can find these lo- at, mostly at local like Whole Foods and things, but once you get past that, they don't have a lot of distribution mm. yet. JP Porter, it's the best porter I've ever had in my life. So Porter's lighter than a stout, it's the dark beer. But wow, it's just like, wow, holy shit. It's just so smooth and crisp and like full and not, but not mm-hmm. too heavy. Robust even. It's just a really nice sipping, yeah, sipping beer. That's one. Another one is called Fine, a sour beer. Because so many people ask them to make a sour. They it's fine. Here's a sour bear, And it's fine. It's like a raspberry kind of sour. Yeah, nice. That's really good. And they have a nice crisp uh, IPA called Orange Line. After the Orange Line MBTA that runs ah, right now.
1: Perfect. That's awesome. I love that.
0: Uh, and it, it's really just really, really, really good. Is it a good, crisp, like 3 uh, refreshing IPA? It's a crisp, a uh, little bit bitter, but refreshing. It has a little bit of a hint yeah, of orange yeah. in it, I think. and It's very, like... I used to hate IPAs because I thought they were too well, bitter. Well, because they were. In my
1: opinion, they were. They've changed. For, for many years, especially in New England, breweries were making and racing to see who could make the hoppiest IPA ever. You know, you have the triples. You even have quadruples. Yeah. And it's just and that was the thing. But at, at a certain point, someone made an IPA that was more on the spectrum of the fruity side. Uh, uh, Treehouse being preeminent. That, they're Orange Julius. Is just an orange bomb. Which it is fantastic. Oh, I love orange.
0: Like, remember Orange Julius, yeah. the company? I don't even know yeah, if they're still I, or...
1: who knows? I but orange I
0: do Julius is one. Of the only Julius in my in life
1: at this point is, is Trilliums. Not Trilliums, I'm sorry, Treehouse. Treehouse is Treehouse
0: uh, Julius. Orange Julius. I just yeah. figured that out. Yeah. What's wrong with me? Uh you kids, Orange Julius is still around, but it makes this like sugary, like foamy drink in like malls that you just don't know what they put in some ma- magic powder. It's just so wonderful and bad for you, yet has real oranges. I don't know, but they have the Julius at uh, Treehouse Brewery. I'm gonna write that down. Julius Orange Julius IPA. Yeah. Right.
1: Yep. Yep. It's an IPA.
0: Orange. So a New England IPA is is bitter. It Tends more, to be more on the right? hoppier side.
1: Tends again. That's yeah. that's not strictly. I don't
0: really order. know. I just I don't like I don't like a lot of hops. I just like a. I like, I like how IPAs tend to have a lot of alcohol relative yeah. to their yeah. content because you can drink a lot of,
1: but I think alcohol. everyone was just I mean, doing a lot of calories, so, you know, the, the diversity of IPAs has expanded. You have the fruitier ones, but you have all kinds of fruits and, and you, know, you have melons, you have banana, you have like cantaloupe, you have peaches, you have apricot. I mean, everything is used these days. And then you have the milkshake IPAs, which combines all of what we just said and more with the lactose. You know, you get that and, and the fruit puree. And so IPAs have just taken I mean, on, you know,
0: this. this. But they still should be hoppy. I mean, that's the whole point of yeah. an IPA. India pale yeah. is a hoppy yeah. style.
1: But I think the notion of what should right. be, breweries but are they're taking it and doing their own thing. Absolutely.
0: I mean, they're still – well, that's the beauty of them. Most of them are still hoppy, but they have all these other yeah. beautiful, sweet – and like profiles coming in. So you get like the bite of the hops, the bitterness of the hops, and then the sweet, sweet and sour. Everybody loves that yeah. contrast, right? Wow. Yeah, so that's and all, a bunch and all of these
1: breweries will still make your traditional double IPA, your New England IPA in your triples and your, quote, yeah, the they're basics. still there. We're not right. The classics. Right. And as they should be, as they should be.
0: Let's talk about food real quick. We have to get like a rapid fire shout out to places that are still open. Um, both up there and down here, but Boston that are just amazing places to eat. I'm going to tell you right now about the, the finest, I swear on my life, the finest in the Northeast, okay? This mm. is not Texas. <laughs> um, Mexican restaurant I've ever been to in my entire life where the food tasted better than Mexico. I've been to Mexico mm. many times, okay? Tourist area, though, to be fair, Cancun, that area. This place is called Jalisco's, Jalisco, J-A-L-I-S-C-O. Jalisco, it's a hole in the wall in East oh, Boston wow. in Day Square. And oh my gosh, this their food is its insane. And I've tried a lot of good Mexican food in, in Boston, and, and they, by far they beat it. They beat it. Go there, get the takeout. I want to get some tonight. Like they're astonishingly wow. good and reasonably priced. Jalisco. There's a lot of good Mexican in this area, but nothing like that. And maybe that's where you kind of get close to, yeah, to Texas. Yeah. And none of these people paid us or anything for oh, this. No. Um, they don't, they no just guys, made a so. beautiful
1: product and we're just here enjoying it.
0: Um, yeah. For Mexicans. So you get so, one. What do you uh, recommend?
1: My, my, my first shout out has to be a traditional Italian restaurant. This is right in the north end. Um, literally, basically right next door to the Paul Rivera house. Um, it's a small restaurant called Mama Maria. Have you heard of it?
0: I have and it's been in one of my films, but I've never actually yeah. eaten there.
1: So it's a very small place that had some of the oh, some of the best food I've ever had. It was so really, and, and really? for the north end reasonably priced. Um
0: you know you're talking to an I Italian do. here I like a Boston so full blooded Italian. you need to so
1: take a, a fresh rediscovery okay. of your own roots. All right. and, and and go to this place. Um, it, it is just the most comfortable uh, mixture of fancy, wow. but homey, you know, it's small, it's quaint, it's comfortable, the lighting is just perfect.
0: So the whole thing, it's about the oh, whole thing. They they must have a patio space right now. I'm assuming, right? I, haven't,
1: I haven't been in the North End in months at this point, just because of all that's happened, but. They but, do, yeah.
0: They kind of close down uh, right, Hanover right. Street and kind of moved everything around, a little close. Things are a little close for my taste, but. <laughs> I will I will see you and and I'll raise you one. This is Cafe Rossetti's, rosetti's R O S E T T I S and they have a few of them. I think they have one in Malden, one in Lynn, and one in Winthrop. Uh, that's also amazing North Shore, amazing Italian food. There's a lot of good Italian food around here. Um, and Javellis is another one in East Boston Terminal J. I mm. think it's been there forever. You walk in and you feel like you're walking into a mob movie in like 1964, <laughs> and just like John Cuddy's gonna come out and go, "Hey, what do you want? What are you doing? What do you want? What are you? What are you looking at? What do you want? Get him the meatballs. Get him the meatballs. You know the of likes. That's so. That's exactly exactly what it looks that's like amazing. in there. And nothing's changed since like 1964. But the food is very good eat there and you go oh, all right because they know what they're doing um what's another place that we can go off of italian that's something else that you recommend there cuisine. you know
1: what? i'm just gonna throw out the entire chinatown
0: district all all I, I Chinatown. That because
1: first of all because i don't know the names of half these restaurants but there's just so much great quality food whether it's burmese thai japanese mm. traditional chinese pastor no, you could go and get to almost any nook in the whole place and just have amazing, an amazing culinary experience. And I feel like Chinatown is so often not talked about in Boston. Um, you know, you get, yeah, it's you small. get all the pubs, Weird which enough. there are fantastic pubs in Boston. So many, some of the, the country's poops. finest. You have the North End and all the great Italian restaurants, but the Chinatown always gets the second knot, I feel like. And... I'm not sure that's quite deserved. Um I mean we've had food after church. How many times, Paul? Have we gone to Chinatown? Yeah. Had amazing oh, meals you're us right there. preclude to amazing conversations. I miss
0: church. Um great stuff. Would you say um about people like profound people eating profound yeah.
1: meals? Yeah, <laughs> and having profound conversations and just
0: And having profound you know, conversations
1: seasons of life and but that that breaking of the bread, the sharing of the food is such such a great place. Um, but also because we're going down memory lane right here, how about uh oh, what was um rock bottom? Remember rock bottom? Yeah, yeah, yeah fun, place, fun place. Fun place. I wouldn't say the food it's is a big bucket of nachos.
0: Know. The food the beer is all right, it's a big mm-hmm. chain. It's okay, it's all right. But it's a nice place if you get like a massive I mean, it's group a fun of people
1: place. go there.
0: Yeah, it's like a it's like a fancy TGI Fridays. So remember TGI, TGI, TGI Fridays used to be a thing? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. I used to go there all the time as a kid. I was like, let's go to Friday's. Friday's is awesome. <laughs> in the middle of like Danvers, Massachusetts. or something. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Um, I have a shout out to four of the most amazing bar restaurants anywhere in the world. Let's go. I've been uh, anywhere but Asia. So Asia is really cool. But um, they're run by my friends at the Kojay Group. And there's four of them. Two of them are closed right now because they don't really have good inside safe seating mm-hmm. or something. But um, Two of them are open. One's inside, but they have enough room to, to space out tables and have people eat in there. And uh, the other two are uh, have uh, patios, small patios. Uh, it's Mariel, uh, which is Cuban cuisine. Uh, Ruka, which is uh, Asian, uh, Peruvian-Asian fusion. Best sushi I've ever had in my life. Lolita, there's two of them, Back Bay and uh, Seaport. Which is Mexican, and Yvonne's Supper Club, which is in the old lockover. It's like a hundred year old building. It's beautiful inside and it's like posh. These are Instagram restaurants. They, they're places where you want to see and be seen, and everything looks hot and amazing. However, their drinks are astoundingly good. And the food, which you wouldn't think, like, oh, I want to go to these places and they're like kind of cool looking and everything's Instagrammy and everybody's hot and the, and the music for all the restaurants is this.
1: Mm-t, mm-t, mm-t,
0: mm-t, mm-t, mm-t. Like constantly all day long, that there's no variation. It's just mm, mm. so you know everything's red and beautiful, but uh, the food's very good, uh, especially at Ruka, uh, yeah. and Lolita, yeah. and Marielle. Now here's the tip. Here's the tip that nobody knows about. And you go 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 to these places, please. Go to these places, eat their food, help the staff out because they're all going to go in the dark ages in the winter. It's going to be bad. So let's help them keep them alive. The desserts. They have this pastry chef, dessert chef, whatever foodies call these pastry expert people, sugar experts, that nobody really knows because who orders desserts at a hot club? Yeah. Every place is effing astounding. The The desserts are in, they're sick. They're like super cool. high quality. I'll give two quick examples because we don't have much time to go on to your next restaurant and then we have like 10 okay. minutes after and the most. Marielle. Has an ice cream sandwich that they make. Now you think, well, so what? But it's like a custom, uh, like a lime puree, and then a, 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 like, a it's like, it's like a spumoni. And it's got a oh, strawberry, nice. and it has like a chocolate, and it's all homemade stuff with very high end ingredients that they put together in like a, in a, in like a custom made, uh, like, soft cake. Oh. And then Ru- Ruka had this and for the fall, they had, they're not open right now. They had like a lemon, I'm sorry, a lemon, a pumpkin, a pumpkin like tort with like homemade cranberry nut sorbet and like plantain chips. Like, around, it, it, it was like what? What? <laughs> it, it's just amazing. In Lolita, every time you eat there, they give you sour apple cotton candy with pop rocks on it for Ooh. with your check. Yeah, just go to these places, people. It's like. It's, it's just amazing. And they have really legitimately good food, which is, who knew? Who knew, right? It's not just hot spots. No. But they need you. all these places need you. What's your next pick? My next pick on? is oh, now, uh, now, now. So now. it's
1: actually a, a shout out, not to a, just a restaurant, but to my own heritage. I'm half Puerto Rican. And there is a great Puerto Rican restaurant yes. called Veggie Hantes. Um, You spell, spell it that. as such. V-E-J-I- you got this g-a-n-t-e-s yeah yeah right in via victoria um so it's right in, right in boston um i feel like boston has a large brazilian population and a large dominican population but there's also a lot of puerto ricans too and so this is probably the best ethnic puerto rican dining restaurant i think in the boston area um i think for anyone who hasn't had puerto rican food um it's a mixture of american indian african influences spanish and french because the french actually settled uh puerto rico in a large um volume as well I most did. people don't know that I but know but, but yes exactly so the, the the dish that everyone has start out with is called mofongo and it is a very Oof. popular and beloved puerto rican dish um based around, around fried plantains um they're, they're basically the you know they're, they're picked um, they're fried, and they're mashed, added salt, garlic. You know, you have like a chicken broth sometimes, but just any kind of brothy stock is added to it. Um, so olive oil and it it creates like this ball of uh, <laughs> Latin Americans, we love putting our food in like balls or cylindrical shapes for some reason. I don't know why. yeah, and so we do add, I. you know, pork. Oh, my God, it's in the yes. south end. I never knew that. I
0: never knew what that
1: oh, was. Oh, you got to go there, my friend. In fact, when I come back to oh, Boston, my God, we are going to go know. there. And we are going to record our session there. And it's going to be fantastic. Oh, yes.
0: Put, I go by there all now, the time. Now, so now I've
1: added, you know, another stop for you. And then they add bacon, amazing. chicken, shrimp, beef to this. Um, and it's just an amazing, amazing Puerto Rican dish that will set the tone and set the right tone for any day, Um, and I couldn't recommend that place more highly enough.
0: I'm trying to find the place. Now you got me on this kick uh, of Dominican, and there's Dominican food in Jamaica Plain, but I can't for the life of me remember what the place is. I I cannot remember it. It is, however, right – there's a few of them, but it is, however, right near the brewery, like practically next door to the brewery. But for the oh, I think I think I found it. Yeah, here it is. Oh, come on, come back, come back, El Embajador. It's an old school Dominican eatery. That's it. Yeah, on Washington Street in Jamaica Plain, El Embajador. And uh, and I went there like to go to a concert or something at the brewery, and um, I decided to eat there. Like the tables are covered in yeah, plastic. Yeah. And you don't really know, you know, as a, as a white person, you don't know what you're doing. And then I, I, I go, well, I'll have, and they had like, like, little, like, fried pockets of things. And I got, like, the chicken stew with, like, some rice. And it's chicken's on the bone. And it was the most tender, delicious chicken I had had in, like, 20 years. Like, they must have cooked it for a yeah, decade. Yeah. Or in the crock pot. But I, I, and the spice profile was really, it was just really, like, that's food. It's not just right. food, it's food. Food that and it's it just fills and, it's, you and it makes
1: your bones warm.
0: It fills you, makes your bones warm, makes you feel. It's like right. a chicken soup right. almost. It's like. Uh, so, um, we'll have can, to can to I throw both. you, but, no, I you, throw you never one think, more thing? So, yeah, in the great city of Everett,
1: there is a large Everett Brazilian Nets. American population there. And I love all of them because they have introduced me to Santana's Cafe. Brazilians love their cafes. It is. Unlike American cafes, they yes, they do serve coffee, but in in these American Brazilian cafes, all food. It's 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 an eatery. There is food served there. And for those who are new to Brazilian cuisine, like legit. I, I mean, it is such the volume of uh, different kinds of food that Brazilians eat is I could write many books. And I would have to write many books to do it do justice. But the food that everyone needs to start out with is called the coxinha spelled coxinha Coxinha. yes um it's portuguese and it basically just means like little chicken (laughs) little chicken thigh even
0: Um, how do you spell that
1: c-o-x-i-n-h-a and it's just shredded chicken but it's 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 covered in a fried dough and it's and it's molded (gasps) to fit like a like a teardrop uh, almost it's not a it's not a, like a, a, yes. a like a circle or a ball. It's really more like a teardrop. the shape of it is so distinguished and so unique because I've never seen anything like it ever or since, but it is one of those foods that and and sometimes they add like they add like a cream cheese in it and different places Oh will man, add, I'm getting they'll hungry like chives, this is not- they'll add different vegetables, they'll That's add layers weird. of like you know seasonings and spices and the coxinha has so much potential because it can be really simple and it's 100% amazing. It could be just irreducibly complex and it's still 100% freaking amazing. It's so good. So, okay. the coxinha, if you don't if you never had a coxinha before, start out with the coxinha, you will thank me, you will love me, you will probably write letters to me just thanking me for how <laughs> I have improved your quality of life and I will accept all that praise because quite frankly friend-
0: Wow, oh, I'm writing. I'm writing all this down. It's like a shredded yeah, chicken yeah, kind and of deal, yeah. And
1: a fried dough, a deep yeah. fried dough.
0: Oh, and and plus deep fried. dough. We have yeah. to have the deep fried. Yeah. Oh my and god. And it's, it's
1: just it's such a perfect uh, thing for when you're hungry. One coxinha could fill you up. Two is an entire meal, and they're <sighs> they're like two bucks. I'm having man. a solid like two meal. bucks. Yeah.
0: Really? Oh, yeah. oh my god. You gotta love Brazil. I love Brazil. Brazil. One of my best, One of my my best friends who doesn't live here. Is is yeah. from Brazil and he just had a beautiful baby. Well, the baby's getting older now, but um I met him in line at the Envoy Hotel. So two more shout outs, then we're gonna go. So this one is a shout-out. It's the Envoy Hotel in Boston, the lookout pub, the lookout, I call it the pub. It's a look, it's the lookout bar and like um rooftop. Mm. That's what it is actually they have a nice restaurant downstairs and the rooftop. it's the place to see or be seen it's it's absolutely gorgeous now they have covid safe tables and everything you oversee the uh the financial center of Boston mm-hmm. and the sunsets behind it so it's absolutely gorgeous and the food is pretty good like they have like good burgers yeah. and stuff and you know and the food is normally it's a lot better pre COVID um but it's still worth the trip and the drinks are good. Mm-hmm. A little pricey a little like you know touristy but Highly recommend it, but the real, real one. And they, like, know me there. Like, I go there all the time. I go there way more. My mother's listening to this. If she ever figures out podcasting, I went, like, before all the troubles.
1: <laughs> I love <laughs> like, that. Before the trouble. we in Northern Ireland.
0: The troubles. The <laughs> no, island, the troubles, you know, the IRA. The IRA, yeah, The idea
1: game <laughs> with their bitter hops.
0: But I used to go a lot pre-COVID, yeah. right? It's just yeah. a great place. And, uh, but this place is also a place I used to go to a lot because uh, I used to travel by there, but now because of COVID, I don't. Mm. It's the Casablanca Cafe. Ooh. Casablanca, two words, although it's named after Casablanca mm. in Morocco. It's a Moroccan bakery oh, in Revere by Wonderland, right by the Wonderland station. And uh, people, by the way, from all over the country, Wonderland, someone said to me, he was English once, he goes, Wonderland? What's there? Is it wondrous? Is it wondrous at Wonderland? I'm like, no, really not. It's not, but <laughs> it really isn't. There's a big lots, but like, woo! There's an old, broken down like race dog horse racetrack that nobody goes right, to anymore. Right. So, but but this place is in a new like area, built up next to another nice little section, and uh, this is, it's effing astonishing. <laughs> the food they have in there, it, it's astonishing because I don't know what any of it is. Right. And they don't speak much English. And I go in there, I go, what's that? And they go, here, try. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. It's so good. It's so good. Moroccan, like, style, Middle Eastern style, like bakery, sweets, and things. And they typically have that
1: French influence, too.
0: Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The Mm -hmm. croissants are amazing there. To me, I'm like, I'm going to cry because I can't eat any of this stuff now. And it's just all so good. Everything, I'm looking at this list of, of stuff that we've yeah. talked about today. And it's all just Well, can I give you one
1: more thing to add to the list before we go?
0: All right. So, do it. This is bonus round. Bonus. Bonus.
1: Like I love my craft breweries and my, you know, fantastic small restaurants. I love my coffee. And I, okay, I all right. do not drink Dunkin' which is a Boston product. You know, Dunkin' Donuts came from, started in Boston. I do not drink Dunkin'. I do not drink even Starbucks. I will never drink Folgers. I have become a sort of coffee snob, if you will, this past year or two. And there is a coffee roasting company right in good old Massachusetts, right outside of Boston in Dedham, Massachusetts, called Fazenda. You may have heard of them. Oh f a Fazenda. z e n d a um they they are a small heard. batch coffee roaster but they can actually roast up to over a ton of coffee every single day oh you did they, your research um, i'm really impressed wow. and there are two that i am i'm really 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 a big fan of they have their espresso midnight blue and so that, that one okay. is, is – it's inspired by a classic Italian espresso. You have, so you have like a very deep, dark, robust blend. It's like chocolatey. You have
0: – With the right, caramel, right, with with, the so, caramel so on it's top. It's
1: primarily made from coffees sourced from Brazil, oh, Guatemala. Um, and, and what you'll get from that is you'll get like a nice, deep nuttiness balanced with the chocolate. And it's balanced and finished by a nice, smoky caramel. It is wonderful mm. because mm. – you are wonderful and you deserve good coffee. You deserve good coffee. We all have crazy lives. You know, this is a crazy year. And what we need more, not more than anything, but we do need a great deal is crazy good coffee. And so Fazenda produces some of the best coffee um, I've ever had. And I've had a lot. And it's, you know, for those who are in the Boston area, it is a local, locally produced, you know, coffee roaster. And so if
0: you're right, gonna find it. Fazenda. I love that. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. Right. That it? You're beautiful. You're wonderful. So you deserve amazing, beautiful, wonderful you, coffee.
1: And, um, that is to everyone who is listening, It's yes. to everyone who's not even listening. They deserve good coffee. Yes,
0: you deserve yes. good coffee. You des- listen to me. I'm talking to you right now. The, you, the, the runner that's running down the street, the person that's dying in their car, I right one now more from this for trip.
1: You. One you more deserve great coffee, coffee for you. Oh, one more by great coffee. And, and I'll Fazenda. give a quick shout out. It's just there. Oh, so it's for Zenda. We're still and their espresso blue,
0: not right. midnight so blue. The, 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 their, this,
1: their espresso blue is still you still get the Brazilian coffees, you know. Um, but also they got like a lot of Costa Rican blends. Um, and this has more of like a citrus, caramel, acidic sweetness to it. So it's not quite as robust as the midnight blue espresso. Um, a little bit more kind of what I say. It's like there's a little more pep in the step you know the, the espressos I like for days where you know maybe it's rainy, maybe it's a little bit gray and i you know i'm but I'm still feeling mm. very like I need to be productive today, I'm still ready to you know take on the day um but to me the 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 midnight blue espresso is like that seasoned veteran like like you're you know that oh, robust so like oh like I'm about it kind of vibe this is like it's the it's the it's the college student you know it's the college student it's the I have more energy i'm optimistic it's a nice bright sunny day <laughs> and i can conquer the world before the world smacks you right in the face you know um
0: <laughs> and you get thrown out for not right. following the rules So it, it's
1: definitely on the <laughs> which fruitier, happened to a bunch of sweeter another story side of coffee note spectrum
0: i love the college student right, i'm writing that in right now the college student student and
1: um and, and and all of these fazenda if you're into being environmentally friendly um they they their roasting process and their packaging is all done in methods that by which they can reduce their carbon footprint so they're trying to um play a role in and being if you have a patio set up
0: and, and you're set a lot of places clients, set patios they've
1: been very good to me so i would love if you could
0: participate
1: and give them a shot you know when you need that cup of coffee, either in the morning or to end the day, or where, where, whenever, wherever you like your coffee, um, Fazenda, yes. I would like them
0: to be as good to you as they've been good to me. Wow, that is like that is like an astounding uh, support for Fazenda. Yeah. It's and funny okay. how you called out Dunk's Dunkin' Donuts. I, I love you, but I, there is a time and place. Don't get me wrong. There's a time and place. Here's the problem with Dunkin' Donuts. There is absolutely no zero. I hope you're listening down there, where in Dade McQuincy, wherever you're from. There's zero <laughs> Dunkin' Brands. The consistency between uh, uh shops at all. Right. At least right. with Starbucks, you get the same thing. Yeah. Pretty much everywhere.
1: Yeah. I, th- there is. <laughs> what is that Starbucks in Government Center? It has the the kettle?
0: Yeah, that's yeah, an old, it used to be a teen, kettle, teen. Yeah, kettle or yeah, that, yeah. That, that,
1: that was actually my go-to Starbucks in yeah. the city of
0: Boston whenever they, I went. They still have um, I mean, oh, them. Yeah, so, like, you know, at least Starbucks, you at least know what you're getting. Right. Um, and Dunkin' right. Donuts, like uh, I should give a shout out to uh local, uh, well, I don't know, Stump, Stumptown uh, Coffee is extremely good. I don't know where it comes from. Stumptown. I think it's Vermont or something. But um, Dunkin' Donuts reminds me of a, a slight that I got from an ex-girlfriend once because she didn't like my Boston accent, which I don't think is too bad. Do you think it's too bad? No, it's not no. that pronounced. Let me know uh, when you write us, which you haven't been doing. It's shame on you. But she said, you know what you sound like? You sound." It was a story. You sound like a drunk guy that just get on the T with his dunks and you're looking for a fight. <laughs> Okay. I was like, that's a good setup for like, it's a good setup. And then Casey Affleck did a, a dunks like montage on Saturday Night Live, which basically summed all that up in a, in a, in a visual. It was funny.
1: I could see the guy wanting to fight. I mean, if you don't, if you guys don't know Paul, then let me describe
0: him to you. Oh boy. He is Jason Statham. <laughs> Especially his weight. People think I'm famous. Jason Statham. Or no, I'm Hank from uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I get that okay. a lot too. <laughs> I get that a lot. I get sexy a lot. I get that a lot too. I get <laughs> asshole occasionally, but I try not to be. I mean, I'm a man of God. See, but but you, Jason you, you can go in and out of that mode. Yeah, I got, I've gotten Jason Straight a lot. When I lose like another twenty to thirty pounds, people, some lady in Vegas was taking my pictures with me. She's like, "You're famous. Come here, take pictures with me." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> damn right i, I am I, I, I'm, I'm jason stratham
1: <laughs> but i like this we covered we did we have we, the beer we have the brew we have the food
0: um and we, we have, have the the coffee, coffee as a bonus we the coffee we had an ode to all these places that are lost yeah and just an oh please be a good person good christian good moroccan whatever and go to these places these are families that need your business they need you to do takeout. They need you to come while the patios are still open. This is a once in a century pandemic that is killing local small businesses, and I'm one of them. I don't make food, but but we all really want you to to help these people out. Be a good citizen. Have some great food, some great drinks, some great coffee. Yeah. And just uh, you know, be, be a good citizen and help 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 a friend out. You know, even if you don't know who they are.
1: Be You'll good spread it.
0: good, right? You love it. You'll spread love good. it. Maybe that's our next episode. We talk about how to spread good in a world full of shit. Sure. Like
1: how to, how to deal
0: it. with like difficulty and like and, and and when you're when you're up against the wall. We might make that a kind of a Christian episode so you anti-religious people you can run away from the ne- from or, the next one or, or join the conversation. You can join the conversation. I like that. That would well, be preferred. I like that. We are not licensed therapists whatsoever or food critics, but But we will make you feel better. I guarantee it. He's drunk a lot. I've eaten a lot. So it's fair. (laughs) All right. uh, You can write us at um, uh, Paul and anticipate com. You can find us online on Instagram at anticipate underscore media. Uh, Any and all comments provided will be provided to Chris too. So don't say bad things about him because he'll read it. And uh, if you want to ask him out, I'm sorry. He has a girlfriend. I do. And I love her. She's great, and as do I. Now, Keeps me maybe. on my toes. <laughs> so uh, it's be good. Yeah. So um, anything else? I need a fun saying to remind. Th- 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 word of the week or thought of the week, and then we're gonna cut it.
1: Thought of the week is I don't know. Keep pushing through and look for yeah. the good. Help others. You never know what people are going through. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've had a great week so far. Uh, my coworkers have been amazing going back to school. The kids have actually, we're having in-person classes now, and it's been amazing to hear how many kids have said, wow, we're so happy to be back because we've missed you. Mm. We've missed you. And so, you know, that, that human contact, that interaction, it's so valuable. If you need it, talk to us. If you want it, Come join us because we, we, we want you. We, we love you guys. Um, thank you. I love that. Fantastic. We
0: do love you. We do love you very much. Um, good luck with everything. Everybody, uh, help one another. You don't know what people are going through. That's so true. When yeah. you want to throw that punch, just remember, like, someone might be hurting inside. And let's just spread a little love. And go eat. Eat. So we get, we get a little fat just for a week. It's one week. It's fine. Because that's <laughs> what I'm going to go do right now. <laughs> yeah. Do All it. right, thank you Chris, thank you everybody. We love you. I'm so Thanks guys. Record button now. Bye.